0: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Yin, like Yin and Yang, and I'm here with Johnny Wu.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And Ashim Dada, the president of FICA. Hello. And we're bringing to you tonight Asia Town Voice. So the first question would be, what is Asia Town Voice? Well, it's an hour-long airtime that gives the Asian community at large in Cleveland a voice to be heard. This is an hour to let the listeners have the opportunity to know what's happening in Cleveland's Asian community and to learn about our culture. Every week, we will be bringing a special guest to provide the listeners a better understanding of a variety of topics from cultural aspects to traditions, fun places to visit, eateries or just about embracing the diversity within the city of cleveland and wjcu has given us this opportunity we hope you will continue to listen to us every sunday from 7 p.m to 8 p.m at 88.7 fn
1: that's such a great uh, introduction again
0: well thank you very much i had a little bit of help
1: yeah, you helped cool. me write
0: this. <laughs> okay, thanks.
1: Well, so we have here a special guest, Asim from the FICA. Asim, would you like to tell us a little, a little bit about you know what is the FICA organization is about?
2: Sure, um, uh, but before I do that, um, my sincerest thanks to uh, Johnny Yu. Ooh, no, Yu. you? Oh. <laughs> and Yin. You too. Thank you. <laughs> uh for letting me be here today. Um that's it's a wonderful opportunity and uh to talk about my favorite things, that's the Asian culture here. Um my name is Ashim Data and I am the current president of FICA, which is the Federation of India Community Associations of Northeast Ohio. And um, we are the face of uh, oh about twenty five thousand people and it, I believe it's still growing. Somewhere between 25 and 30,000 people. FICA was actually um, created uh, back in the 70s. Uh, This was um, uh, what used to be the India Community Center, uh, and um, that was created by students at CASE back in the 60s. And then, um, sometime in the 70s, toward the end of the 70s, I think we became the Federation of the Indian Community Associations because. As uh, the t- days were going by, there were more and more people coming in from India. And um, they were creating their own little pockets uh, because um, uh, you, many of you may be familiar that India is an extremely diverse country. Mm-hmm. And um, and by the way, if I'm going too long, you know, feel free to get in a word edgewise. Okay. Oh, you're fine. Um, yes, so, so what happened was as uh, the community began to grow, um, and, uh, you know, uh, it's such a diverse country. Um, there are people uh, in different regions who speak different languages. And as a matter of fact, uh, you know, if you're, uh, let's say, in the eastern zone of India, and there are four states, if you if you go down just a little bit to the state right to the southeast of you, they will speak a language that you may not even understand. You know, th- the diversity is so strong. Oh, wow. Um, so all these organizations, uh, they had their own cultures and they were, you know, beginning to celebrate themselves, their own little regional culture. And they started forming their own organization, actually. Mm-hmm. So FICA, the, the idea of a federation of all these community organizations came into being. And then um, sometime toward the end of 70s, I think maybe even early eighty, we bought a building in Cleveland Heights and it became the India Community Center, Uh, and then we haven't looked back since then.
0: Well, that is absolutely wonderful. Um, Thank you for sharing that uh, piece of history about FICA. Now, I remember seeing you um, a few weeks back at City Hall for the celebration of Deepavali. Um, I've also heard this holiday referred to as Diwali. Ashim, can you tell us a little bit about this holiday?
2: Um, yes, um, I'll tell you briefly. Actually, Diwali and Deepavali are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Deepavali is actually the original Sanskrit word. Sanskrit is an old, uh, ancient language from India, going back thousands of years. Um, Diwali is the more common name uh, today, and um, there are different uh, ways of celebrating Diwali. There are some religious elements to to the celebration. Mm-hmm but uh, mostly today uh it is a social celebration um in in certain parts of the country uh it is the beginning of the new year um and then um and then there are other areas where people gather around uh and celebrate uh, in a lighthearted vein uh, with food and music and uh, uh even a little bit of uh, Alcoholic beverage, maybe, mm-hmm. and one of the popular things there is gambling. I don't know what the connection um, is. Nobody has gambling. ever explained oh. that to me. There is a certain amount of gambling goes on.
1: Is, uh, the, is this gambling happening during the celebration of, the, of uh, Indian New Year?
2: Uh, <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> uh, that's that's a good question, and I don't know how
2: to answer <laughs> the question except <laughs> that uh, Diwali, which is beginning of the new year in certain. Uh, sections. Yeah, it is uh, some gambling. I think uh, you know, the the thought is that if you are a winner the new year begins with you winning oh and the rest goodness. of the year, you know, you will continue to win. Maybe that's what it is. Um, so it, it's different kinds of celebrations.
0: But what happens to the people who don't win? Well, <laughs> uh, well That's a very good question. They,
2: they end up um, uh, taping um, oh, I'm sorry, not taping uh, they end up um, doing a radio show, actually.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh <I'm> t- <laughs> well, uh, hopefully next year you'll be the biggest winner.
2: <laughs> oh, well, I you know, every now and then I buy uh, one of those mega million tickets here, uh, maybe once hey. in three weeks and then, yeah, but things might work out so someday.
1: Just make sure you don't forget about us, the little people
2: here.
0: Yeah. Maybe this could be the uh, Ashim or FICA radio hour. Ooh. Yeah, that might be possible. <laughs> oh, this you.
2: could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship where everybody's poor.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah.
2: But, uh, yeah, the, so um, let me just uh, tell you a little bit about the, the, the way Diwali is celebrated. Diwali is actually, in, you could uh, call it the festival of lights. Mm-hmm. Actually, Deepavali, the word means rows of lights. So uh, the light, the, the significance of the lights is, um, you know, trying to, uh, trying to get rid of the evil spirits in, in our life. So you light up so that there is no darkness, and it is a new beginning. You're throwing light on everything, and um, uh, it's also the celebration of um, you know good triumphing over evil. Uh, so there are similar many different similar connotations to Diwali.
0: Okay, and usually it's around the time when the days start to get longer and brighter, and hopefully the lanterns help brighten up the evenings as well as the day. <laughs>
2: well, actually the days grow shorter and the Nights grow longer because it's usually celebrated in October and November oh wow oh. um, and um, and as a result of that, yeah um, you know the lights always uh, you know bring a little more joy
1: and positive feeling in your in your psyche and uh, thats that's a good thing so is there any special not to do during that day of the celebration y-
2: well um, i don't know if there is anything on paper, but you know have you know, uplifted spirit. Do not dampen the spirit. You know, mm-hmm. uh, be be energetic and uh, looking forward to the new things coming around the corner. And that's that's what it is.
0: So you had mentioned that the New Year celebration is celebrated around October. Um, is this because that you go on a different calendar, or?
2: It, well, it is based on the phases of the moon. Okay. And mm-hmm. and so that that's how it is. Uh, and it's a 5 day festival actually mm-hmm. um and i have a little something um it, it rep- not only represents represents the start of the hindu new year um uh, but there are uh, 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 it goes on for about 5 days one of one of those days is when the if you have a sister um you know there is a celebration and uh, ceremony where the sister is actually wishing you a long life mm-hmm. and uh, she ties a little string around your 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 wrist, and it you're supposed to keep it until the following year, and it's it's her love, and affection, and good wishes and blessings for long life for you.
0: Well, I, I could tell you what my brother would probably do if I try to tie something well, around his wrist. <laughs> well,
2: looking at you, I'm thinking I can I can imagine <laughs> what it is.
0: For those of you who don't know, he's a senior in high school, and he. Uh, has his own ideas, so I can't really tell him what to do.
1: But a very talented person, right?
0: He's very talented. He's actually, um, most of the time, he is the mascot, as a matter of fact, at the Cleveland Asian Festival. If you ever see Calf the Panda, most yes. of the time, it's my brother in there. Yes, definitely. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Was, was it the same uh, young man that I saw at the uh, um, the celebration of the uh, journal?
0: Uh, yes, it was, He a was there. Fact. He yeah. was there
1: walking around. He was yeah. not performing. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. he's... Um, He had long hair. He was growing it out for uh, donating uh, to make wigs, but now he has a mohawk. (laughs) Mohawk? Yes. It was a little bit of an accident. I I was very tired last week, and he was adamant about having his hair chopped off so he could surprise everybody at school after winter break with a brand new look. So I give him a very decent standard haircut and my s- my sister, I have a younger sister as well. She's like, oh, it needs to be shorter on the side. So here I am, I'm very tired and I forget to adjust the clippers and I go to shorten his side and all of a sudden I shave most of it off and I'm just like, oh no. And you know, the only way we could fix it was by giving him a <laughs> mohawk. So.
2: Well, why <laughs> does it sound so familiar to me? I think this is an Asian thing. I <laughs> because I remember, <laughs> about over twenty years ago—oh no, no, a lot more than that, maybe twenty-five some years ago—I um, used to share an apartment with a couple of other guys. Mm-hmm. they were both Asians, Indians mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. and we didn't have a whole lot of money then, you know. And mm-hmm. the, the the other two were students, no money. So we used to find a way to cut our own hair. Mm-hmm. So one of these young kids, who was to be my roommate, he bought a clipper. Uh-huh. And we used to invite people to come in so that we can give them a haircut. (laughs) The only condition was that you bring in some food. Oh. So one time, this guy came in for a haircut because it is so expensive Mm -hmm. to go to a salon and have a haircut. Mm -hmm. So he came in for a haircut. He brought us some food. And this young guy in in our apartment, he said, I'll give you a haircut. And he was doing a meticulous job, you know, very careful (laughs) on one side. And then I came to... uh, the place where they were sitting mm-hmm. and I asked him a question and he looked up to look at me and listen to the question mm-hmm. and guess what happened to his hand with the clipper?
0: Oh no! No! <laughs> so did your friend end up with a mohawk too? No, no. he
2: ended up being bald <laughs> absolutely.
1: Bald, that's so funny. Yeah. I, I guess I'm very fortunate that my mom always cut my hair <laughs> and she's um, she went to school for before being a beauty stylist. Ah. So, But um, I become also like the uh, uh, Guinea pig where she's always going to try different colored hair style and colored different highlights on oh. my hair to see how it looks on my face.
2: <laughs> well, so Johnny, now that I have so much of hair, as you can see, and the listeners cannot, could I come for uh, uh, a haircut sometime with mom?
1: I don't know. <laughs> she, um, she's kind of relaxing reti- and, uh, with the retirement you know, perspective, and she's like 3,000 miles away from here. Oh. So unless you want to fly over there in Central America, Panama, then buy a Well, away, you know crazy. that I'm in the travel business. Oh, that's oh, true. Wow. That's true. I forgot about that part. So okay. you, can I travel for free too?
2: <laughs> you travel free and I pay. <laughs> Sounds like a great deal.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: We <coughs> can work out something. Johnny will bring you some food. There you, you know? go. I'll
1: yes. well, bring, <laughs> bring some food. and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm ready. Or yep. his
0: mom will cook when, we arrive, yeah. or when you arrive. <laughs> See, I'm trying to already get myself a free trip so.
1: <laughs> so, um why why did um to going back a little bit, um Yen and I and uh, have been talking about a radio opportunity. So this just just happened. So Yen you want to say tell us a little bit about yourself so people, you know, the listener here can know who you are. Is that just your name?
0: Sure thing. Um well, my name is Yen and not Yang. People often ask me, "Where is Yang?" and I say, "Well, if I'm yin and yang's my opposite, he's probably in China somewhere, and there's two billion people over there, and uh, I don't feel like searching through two billion people. But what I do here is I am a dance instructor and a Mandarin instructor with the CCCCA, the Cleveland Contemporary Chinese Culture Association. They are a non school, and they hold their classes in Solon every Sunday, and I also freelance. I teach at other schools, other organizations, and I help coordinate most of the... Um, Chinese performances in and around the greater Cleveland area. You know, I work with some of the acrobatics classes, and, you know, I help people design programs and whatnot, and, of course, I have a regular day job, but that's a little more boring. So, Johnny, tell us about you. Well,
1: before I I start talking about you, uh, about me, though, um, I remember you when you were a little kid. Oh, no. So no. I had a i was gonna say this during your wedding, but decided to hold it up. But no. now we could we could talk about this a little bit in the public. So
0: w- where's the champagne? We need to do in toast, right? <laughs> there you go.
1: Um, so anyway, um, during the OCA dinner gala, I remember your dad was there with us, uh, having a great time. This is over like almost twenty years ago. No. And you were little. And no. you were. She was
2: born, Johnny. <laughs> twenty years ago, she was born.
1: Yeah, yeah, she was there. But she was very Thank adorable dr- H- in, in a very nice traditional clothing or costume on, uh Chinese c- clothes on. And she was just very, very, uh, um, what do you call it, um, very Palmer? energetic. That's yeah. the word, very passionate. After the event, the performance had all finished. She ran run up to the stage and trying to grab the microphone so she could sing and dance. Do you remember that?
0: Um.
1: That was at, at a CNY Chinese restaurant.
0: Uh, <laughs> now you remember no. you remember everything
1: <laughs> <didn't say> no. <laughs> now she remembers I do,
0: I have my hair in pigtails too my mother has a photo
1: somewhere there you go, see, so it's, it's a very exciting um, a, a good mem- memory to remember that. now she's all grown up and uh, wow. one of the executive committee chair for Cleveland Asian Festival doing all the dancing, performance all over the country
0: yeah, we have traveled. A little
1: and bit. it's uh, it's amazing. It almost felt like I'm getting older, she's getting younger.
2: Oh, and by sorry. the way, if I could cut in just for a second, sure. since I can see her face, looking at her face, I knew that she remembered. You know, although for <laughs> three and a half seconds she pretended like she couldn't remember, yeah. but she remembered that every look, bit of it. Look of horror. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh but my gosh. but you do a terrific job. I am a witness to that, so I can tell you, you do a terrific job actually
1: dancing. Yes, definitely. So, and a little bit about me. Um, I have been the president of OCA Cleveland chapter since uh, 2004. Wow. Um, yeah, it's just because nobody else wanted to do it, <laughs> and I got a lot of free time, so they just throw it on my shoulder and say, you can do it. Go ahead and have fun with it. You do a very good job. Thank you. Um, OCA Cleveland is a organization to uh, embrace cultural and civil rights for for the, our community. We are a nonprofit, nonpartisan organization. We have a chapter in uh, all over the states. Uh, in the united states and our headquarters is in washington dc um, so usually there's nothing going on with us other than eat and drink and have a good time and party uh, no that's not true my kind of organization <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, if there is something related to racism or uh, uh, issue with civil rights we always been called for and go out there and, do, and make a stand and make sure everybody work together as a group um, I and the, the reason why Yen is here because I get to know her when she was a kid and get to know her dad and family. And eventually we're working together for the Cleveland Asian Festival and we get to know each other very well. It's almost become a big new family now we I have know. here. And cool. and you can still tolerate her?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, say, no Johnny, comment. When
0: she away? <laughs> you know, I, I, when I got up on stage, I was hoping that by the time I got to this age, people who saw me would have moved out of the Cleveland city. But... <laughs> So um, going back a little bit to how long I've known Johnny and uh, my wedding um, a little bit ago, uh, my husband Aaron, for his bachelor party, uh, took all of his groomsmen and went paintballing.
1: Ooh, paintball. (laughs) Something I used to play when I was younger. Not anymore. I can't do it anymore. I don't want to have sore spot in my body.
0: Yeah, they they came back splashed with all different kinds of colors. And um, this actually reminded me of something. I... um, occasionally watch a TV show outsourced and uh, they had an episode about the holiday holy where you would splash color on um, everybody and it's just it's, it's so much color it looked like it was so much fun so Ashim can you tell us a little bit about this holiday
2: I would love to it's a uh, it's one of our favorite festivals in India actually mm-hmm. um, it takes place generally in the month of March and um, it, it is a welcoming spring celebration of spring and um, you know, over the years, maybe I don't know how far going back, um, things evolve and, you know, wha- the way it started may be quite different from what it is now. Um, there is uh, a very uh, well-known movie back from the 70s, and I'm just, uh, you know, remembering the scenes from that movie, uh, things that were going on in the celebration of holy. It's amazing. And I've done, I've done some of those things. Um, it is um, also a two-day festival uh, that celebrates uh, victory of good over evil, as well as the abundance of spring harvest season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also known as the festival of colors, and um, people throw colors at each other—colored powder, sometimes even colored water. And when um, we were young, uh, there were you know we were a little too. Uh, exuberant and uh, the control was uh, a little less we would even use colors that would never wash away oh no so there (laughs) may be some people walking the streets of Calcutta India today (laughs) who if you see them even during the daytime let alone nighttime you will have a heart attack (laughs) because they have black paint that they have never been able to remove from their faces. Oh, wow! No. Uh, I I just remembered a little story. If if uh, I can relate that, um, this was a long time, long time ago, back in the uh, probably seventies, and I had a little cousin. Um, what am I saying, cousin? A little nephew. He was about three, three and a half years old. Mm-hmm. Now on this day of holy, uh, my um, wife and I, we are out uh, celebrating with friends and, uh, you know, visiting different homes, uh, getting splashed and splashing others and then sitting down for a little beer and some food. Um, so we we have by the time the day ended, we were not recognizable. Oh. <laughs> we we looked literally like ghosts from wherever. Do you have a picture of that? Yeah, I, I don't have a picture. No, I don't. But. Uh, the, the, it's so fresh in my mind I can paint it probably <laughs> so we come home at the end of the day you know it's it's dark and um, we haven't looked at ourselves so we have no clue <laughs> what we look like we you know we come through the doors and uh, our house um, it was a two storied home and we lived in extended family so we opened the gate to come inside And it made a little noise. And from the noise that it made, people inside the house always knew who was (laughs) coming in, which member of the family was coming in. So we came in. I opened the front door. And as I am walking in, followed by my wife, I can hear the footsteps of my three-and-a-half-year-old nephew running downstairs to come and play with us because Uh he was very fond of us. So he comes into the room. (laughs) No. He screams yeah. and then <laughs> he runs right back up the stairs. Uh. Oh, my God, mommy, mommy, save me.
0: <laughs> wow. Oh, so know, that shy. story
2: is as fresh as, as if it happened today, <laughs> you know. Um, oh, so, poor uh, child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, uh, but it is, um, you know, um, it is uh, that kind of an event. And um, I, I was just going to say one other thing. Uh, I don't know if it is legal or not. Uh, as part of the celebration, as uh, you know, uh, you gather together. Uh, you know, you dance. You, you know, you have parties, and you have uh, sprinkling of uh, coloured water and all that. And then you also take a little bit of, uh, well, how do they say it? I don't know if it's the right uh, pronunciation. Cannabis.
0: Hmm.
2: Do you know what that is? I do not. Uh, it is uh, an intoxicant natural plant.
0: Oh.
2: And uh, you you uh, you make a paste. And you, you, you taste it, and probably in a matter of moments, you are transported to a different world.
0: Is this a religious thing?
2: No. Idea. Well, I, you know, I don't know if it is, but as long as I've been alive, which is about 275 years, <laughs> uh, it's been part of the, part of the celebration. Uh, not everybody, but many people do that.
0: Oh, that's very interesting. Uh,
2: hmm. It's a little bit like, um, you know, smoking marijuana.
0: Oh no! Similar. We talk about, about that. that. <laughs> can talk about that. Well, <laughs> he was making a, a comparison. Well, just but. just a comparison. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have, you know, I've never tasted, like, you know,
1: right. Uh, what if nobody else has tasted marijuana? You know, how we know what it tastes like?
2: Well, well, <laughs> uh, people have talked about it, you know, <laughs> being transported into a different uh, world altogether. Hmm. I think they lie, <laughs> because bad things cannot take you into a good place.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, but, it, uh, you know, Holi is a wonderful holiday. And y- there are a couple of other Indian holidays that are celebrated here. Yeah, but
2: before I go on to that, let me tell mm-hmm. you. Sure. Your wish will be fulfilled sometime in the probably second week of March.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: FICA is going to have a Holi festival.
0: Really? Yes.
2: And it will not be as generous with the colors and paints oh, and, come on. you know, transporting your total looks. But it will be a fun event. And I'm oh. uh, just giving you fair warning right not fair warning, fair notice right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will let you know when the date is and join us. And oh. So you're just going to go and uh, have a
0: yeah. fun f- Absolutely.
1: paint f- splash.
0: Absolutely. I will. <laughs> if I can, I'll bring my paintball gun too. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. <laughs> that hurts too much. Right? Yeah, that will
1: hurt a lot. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh. Well, um, just to give you an idea, you know, uh, I just want to go back to where we started about India being such a diverse country. So there are festivals. Uh, there is a famous uh, expression uh, that says that uh, there are 13 major festivals in 12 months mm-hmm. of the calendar year. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, um, different region have different festivals and celebrations. Um where I come from, it's the eastern part of India, the city of Calcutta. Um, the celebration is called Durga Puja. It's, um, I- it is, again, I- it sort of overlaps in concept with two other celebrations in other parts of India. It's called Navaratri, which means uh, the new night, I guess. Um, and then um, uh, Dasera. So this is uh, like a nine-day festival. That takes place uh, in the fall. It's an autumn festival. the The first nine days, of this festival are known as Navaratri um, and are filled with dance in honor of Mother Goddess. Um, the tenth day is called uh, Dasera, mm-hmm. uh, and it's t- devoted to the celebrating and def- to celebration of the defeat of the demon king Ravana. Ravana was a demon king who had ten heads. Oh no. Um, Uh, And he was uh, overcome by Lord Rama, the good, good, uh, good guy. And it also coincides with the victory of the revered warrior goddess Durga, which is from the region that I come from, over the evil buffalo demon called Mahishashura. And, uh, you know, if you if you ever come to the India Community Center during this festival, it takes place again sometime in October. uh, You will see the idols. And um, the, the you will see that this guy's head is cut off uh, because uh, you know uh, he was the evil, mm-hmm. and he was uh, he was taken care so of by.
1: And where's this Indian community center?
2: I'm glad that you asked because I want everybody to come and visit us there. Oh
1: yeah, uh, the and
2: Indian
0: bring color for holy. Oh uh, well yes. Well,
2: <laughs> the the holy festival will probably not be at the community center. Oh. Uh, we'll let you know where that is, but. The India Community Center is located on Cedar Road in Cleveland Heights, uh, Cedar and Fairmount. And this is a building, it's it's a fairly old building. Uh, This building, I think, um, before we took it over, belonged to the very um, well-known newspaper called Call and Post. Mm -hmm. Um, You might all be familiar with that. Yes. So it was their printing press there. And then we took it over somewhere around, uh, I think, 1980 or so. And then we converted into the community center. And it is our pride and joy. And um, because when we established our community center, it was the first community-owned center uh, by the the Indians anywhere in the country. And I am told, and although this is not verifiable, I, I don't know if it is verifiable, This may even be the first community center amongst all ethnic groups. I don't know if it is true, Mm -hmm. uh, but um, uh, we we gather there, um, you know, for various events. uh, But because the size of the community has grown so much Mm -hmm. over the last uh, 30 years that most of our events cannot be held there anymore. There Mm -hmm. are uh, fire code requirements Mm -hmm. uh, that can seat only about 200 people and we have whole lot more than um, that number of people in the uh, in the area oh, uh, so it's it's a it's a it's a great pride that we have this uh, this facility
1: yeah it's gonna we would we'll be very excited to take a look at it and check it out so if any, any listener here is available have some free time you know go to where yes again?
2: 12412 Cedar Road in Cleveland Heights uh, it's been recently been painted uh, outside as well as inside and uh, uh, you know, it's, it's nothing spectacular to look at, but you can understand the pride and the joy mm-hmm. that great feel.
1: So we're going to take a little couple minutes of break here and let you listen to one of the Kumar's uh, composed music. Arya Kumar is an Indian um, doctor. Com- doctor, composer. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the bi- opening of the music you just heard is composed by him here in Cleveland, Ohio. So we're going to k- take a little break to listen to his, uh, one of his music and then we'll come back shortly. And we are back to thank you for k- listening to uh, Asiatown Voice. Uh, I'm Johnny Wu. I'm here with Yen Teng and Asim Dada. So, you just heard um, Arya Kumar's composed music. And,
0: and a and quick correction. I wanted
1: to tell you
2: something oh. about that. Okay. Um, do you remember at the beginning when you said uh, who the composer was? Yes. And I sort of f- pretended or acted like I didn't know him? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, of course, I know him. He's you know Sapna's husband.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah. He's married yes. to happened.
2: Sapna. Correct. And yes. Sapna is my board member. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See yeah. this
1: is small a very very
2: so small yeah, world. Arya actually um he's a resident at the Cleveland Clinic. Uh he's he's a physician. Yes. And I think uh one of his passions in life besides Sapna is uh, music.
1: Definitely. I um I met him many, many years ago, about two thousand two and he sent me an email and said uh, he loved music and he wanted to get involved into composing music for mu- movies. So I said to him, go, go out there to the, all the different meetings, the networking with people, tell everybody who you are, and go from there. And since 2002, he's been composed like hundreds of film score, um, game score, music scorings that actually it's been played and had won awards in fact almost all my music has been for my movies has been composed by him mm-hmm. it's an incredible composer i really really like working with him and that's his passion yeah yes yeah yeah so um talk th- we we just recently have the indian republic day that was in january Six. thank you my Saturday, yes. getting old <laughs> <laughs>
0: So tell us about how, how you did you forget it go? India Republic Day, but you remember me when I was four years old. <laughs> Thanks yeah, a lot. That's called
1: selective <laughs> memory. <laughs> you know, I just I just picked the one I really really like to the make.
0: stuff that you can embarrass people with later. I get it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so sorry, Yashima. <laughs> oh well
2: yeah, well this was the sixty fourth Republic Day of India. It's older than I um <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not go there, Johnny. <laughs> I'm feeling a little weak now. But anyway, um India became a republic. Uh, on the 26th of January 1950 this was uh, two and a half years after getting its independence from Britain Um, This was the day on which uh, the Constitution uh, proclaiming uh, 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 Republic Democratic rule uh, was adopted by the government and um, It is again a, a moment of a great deal of pride for every Indian um, not only because it was two and a half years after um, uh, independence from the British, but even today, uh, you know when we celebrate uh, Republic Day, uh, we are the largest democracy in the world, mm-hmm. um, sitting in a country which is uh, uh, probably um, um, uh, you know as as a wonderful uh, democratic uh, nation. Uh, it is a privilege to to have been born. Uh, in that uh, in that uh, Republic. Um, This event has been in celebration in Cleveland, organized by FICA, Uh, probably going back uh, some 30 years. I don't have the exact day when the first celebration was, but like clockwork, if not anything else, this is something that we do with a great deal of fervor. Um, This year's uh, theme on Republic Day was Our legacy we sort of um, you know highlighted uh, our contribution the contribution of the Asian Indian community to the Greater Cleveland area uh, because there are so many different areas of uh, discipline and human existence uh, that uh, uh, you know we work on Um, there is medicine there is education there is scientific research um, there is uh, entrepreneurship There is cultural uh, performance, performing arts, Mm -hmm. uh, art and all of those things. So what we did, what we decided to do was to celebrate our legacy. And we had um, uh, we we selected um, a few leaders uh, from uh, some of those disciplines and we recorded messages from them. And then um, as we produced those messages, um, you know, the video messages on the screen, Some of those were interspersed with live responses on the stage, um, you know, like maybe a dance, a classical Indian dance uh, or a a Bollywood dance Mm -hmm. um, or uh, an Indian physician uh, who was the uh, who is the uh, uh, the president of the Indian Physicians Organization. uh, He spoke a few words uh, following Dr. Cosgrove's message. Uh, Dr. Cosgrove, Cosgrove, as you many of you may know, is the president and CEO of uh, Cleveland Clinic. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how the event went, and uh, it's always uh, um, uh, ha- it it always includes a sumptuous and, and delicious Indian dinner. Mm-hmm. This was catered by Saffron Patch Restaurant. Nice, you're all familiar with that. Yes, definitely. And then at the end of it, you know, there was a DJ who um, had all kinds of music, including Bollywood music. There was a little uh, little dancing. Um, by some of the Indians, and there was a lot of dancing by some who were non-Indians, <laughs> uh, like Yin.
0: Yes, definitely. I was totally on the dance floor. There so will be videos, and they will be embarrassing, and Johnny will remember them 20 yes, years later. Yes, going
1: to do that again.
0: So
2: and <laughs> I, I, I want to take a moment to appreciate, uh, to sort of express my appreciation to uh, Johnny for helping me out with all the, uh, all the stuff that we needed to do. In terms of audio, video, and all that. Thank you very so much. Thanks, Johnny.
1: No problem. You know, I think I think we, as a community, itself, we need to all work together, so we can actually embrace each other and understanding each other' culture. Absolutely. And no matter who you are, it's very important to pass this torch down the road so for the for the new generation, so they can know, you know, that we have a very diverse and fun Cleveland to live into.
0: And that's the thing, too. You know, if somebody who's not Asian looks at any one of us. They're not gonna say, oh, you know, he's Indian, he's Chinese, she's, you know, Korean. They're gonna be like, oh, they're Asian, you know, because right. they're all kind of just one. And that's exactly big how it goes. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And usually, we, you know, we still learning from each other's culture. I mean, do mm-hmm. how many, how many ethnic groups lives in, in resides in Cleveland? I think there was one hundred sixteen or seventeen. Okay, so there's a lots of uh, uh, ethnic groups in Cleveland that should mm-hmm. have worked together and hopefully eventually down the road this is going to become mm-hmm. a very vibrant you know, uh, group that we can all j- embrace each other really really profoundly
0: right and I mean it, it's it's uh, helping being second generation because first generation there's so much you know details and little intricacies of you know different Asian backgrounds because well we are all you know not from the same Asia country because Asia is a continent yes. so you know when we are finally getting past that we're able to you know help each other out so speaking of which, um, the Lunar New Year is coming up.
1: Yes, that's a very fun celebration for uh, majority All the Asian, Asian. <laughs> countries who are of Chinese descent descent. that will actually who are rather t- uh, that who celebrate the lunar calendar. Uh, celebrate. Actually, I would love
2: to know a little more because I'm a little ignorant on that. So if if, if you don't mind, elaborate a little bit and let me listen in.
1: Sure. Uh, well, Ian and I, we can probably just uh, tag each other off, you know, like a tag team and then go through for that. Uh, okay. Uh, the uh, the Lunar New Year is comprised of uh, 12 different an- uh, horse animals. You have...
0: Y- I'm sorry, you mean the Zodiac, zodiac right? Zodiac, sorry. Like, yeah, Lunar New- like the restaurant placemats. So. I'm getting well, a little yeah. confused myself. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> There's a reference point there. <laughs> but
1: t- basically, speaking, the Chinese New Year is celebration of the spring festival or the starting of the spring time. Uh, just like
0: holy, but without the color. You sure we don't have the color? I thought we do. Well, we colors. don't throw a color on each other, no. you
1: know. That will be actually something we should You want learn. to go we home should. looking, looking <laughs> like yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think it would be fun, though, to throw colors at each other. that would mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So uh, we celebrate in, based on the lunar calendar. Uh, and, and, f- and interesting enough, this coming uh, this year, 2013, which is going to be February ten, which is the first year of the lunar calendar, mm-hmm. is the year of the snake.
0: And I have a little bit here about the snake. Then go ahead. Um, Well, if you were born the year of the snake, you would have been born either uh, this year, after February 10th, or 2001, 1989, 1977, 1965, Or 1953, and I could keep going, 1941, it's a 12-year cycle. I'm sure everybody can do the math. But a little bit about the snake personality. Ancient Chinese wisdom says that a snake in the house is a good omen because it means that your family will not starve. This could be taken metaphorically to mean that a snake can never have a problem with his family starving because he's such a great mediator, making him really excellent at business. Or, it can mean that the snake would be willing to sacrifice his possessions, which is something a snake is said to had a lot of. Um, they're, you know, they are very affluent. They can acquire a lot of possessions. And uh, they're not afraid to sacrifice these in order to pay for his family's food and well-being. Anyway, um, it is interpreted that this represents the snake's character and is a measure of the value he puts on material wealth uh, compared to his family. The snake is also keen, cunning, intelligent, and very wise. They're very suggestive like a sage sagistic. I don't know if that's the term. I think I'm just making it up. Uh, anything you'd like to add, Johnny? Oh, yep, the, um,
1: actually, I forgot my thoughts, train of thoughts. So I was just <laughs> listening to you talking about, uh, did snake. Um, it's, um, we have 12 different horoscopes zodiac and they are actually very interesting last year 2012 was dragon this year is a snake Mm -hmm. and obviously uh, this tradition for celebrating the Chinese New Year started almost like 5,000 years ago Uh, the Chinese culture basically tells you that you start counting this as the year uh, when the Yellow Emperor which is the first emperor of China Mm -hmm. not the one who built the Great Wall but the one who united everybody the
0: Great Wall was much later Correct. (laughs) and
1: uh, so that's a Counted the first that would be the first year of the chinese new year so up to now we are talking about over 4711 i think it's this year right i yeah it's a it's a <laughs> number out there maybe you'll be able to google it and you'd be able to find it mm-hmm. uh the other thing about the chinese new year is that we like to party so we party yes. how many days
0: Fifteen. All
1: right. <laughs> some other, some smaller con, uh, con, uh, uh, province actually party up to thirty days. Yep.
0: Wow. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um, How do things get done?
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> we don't know. It's just something that we like to do. <laughs> but think about Chinese New Year as a celebration of a of a gathering mm-hmm. where everybody gathers together and and welcome the New Year. It's almost like the Western culture of the Thanksgiving it's kind of similar to that perspective mm-hmm. where every family come together. Uh, my favorite part of the Chinese New Year, new year is, uh, in my fa- family tradition, we have to dress all new clothes, all new shoes, everything has to be new mm-hmm. to celebrate and welcome the new year. And that's also to, to, to symbolize that you're warding off the, the evil spirits. Mm-hmm. We also throw firecrackers, which is something that we love to do. <laughs> I love to do as <laughs> a kid. I spend usually a lot of my hongbao into spending on the firecrackers and throwing at each other.
0: And home ball means red envelope, which is given by adults to family members and family friends' uh, children, and it's usually filled with uh, allowance or pocket change for yes. the next year.
1: It's uh, kind of interesting in, in, uh, in, uh, in our culture, in the Chinese culture, uh, parents do usually do not give kids allow- allowance through the year. Mm-hmm. So they basically give you a whole package one time a year, which is a Chinese New Year.
0: And it forces the kid to learn money management or they end up with nothing. Well, I usually it's end wonderful. up with nothing. I
1: usually end <laughs> up with nothing terrific. at all. I mean, I spent all uh, those one year I got about $1,200. and What? Oh, 1200 the Chinese dollar. And I spent it all in firecrackers for spend for, for three days oh of fun. Oh,
0: man. And let me tell you, I was in Shanghai in uh, 2008 for the Lunar New Year, the Chinese New Year. And I had not been back there since I was three years old. And oh, my goodness. Well, let me tell you, the apartment buildings, the flats, they're all made with ceramic. You don't see a lot of wood or anything flammable. So my aunt and uncle were setting off firecrackers from their balcony and to me this is just so odd because i'm like why is the fire department not you know pulling up and shutting us down but it wasn't just them all the apartment buildings all around it was just going on for at least 48 hours straight and this is in the middle of shanghai highly populated you could not sleep at night you had to draw all your curtains closed because it was just bright all night long yeah it was insane it's a it's
1: a a wonderful one of uh, the most important celebration in the mm-hmm. Chinese culture.
0: I can see why you can spend $1,200 on firecrackers, too. <laughs> <so>.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I was a kid, and I loved playing that, and we, we usually have firecracker wars against each other. Oh, man. Uh, I shouldn't go there. That's a little bit more, you know, <laughs> gory part of it. Well, ha- it was always fun.
0: How about you tell us a little bit about the Lunar New Year celebrations around Cleveland coming up?
1: I was Uh, wanting
2: to ask you about
1: that. uh, uh, Well, there is a couple of events happening here in Cleveland that I'm aware of. One is the Asia Plaza having a a Chinese New Year celebration, food day event from 10 to 5 at Asia Plaza, which is the uh, 299, 2999 Payne Avenue. So that will have lion dance, uh, Asian performances, such as martial art, uh, Japanese dancing, uh, Chinese, Chinese dancing, acrobatic dancing, and so on. And then the same day if plus the following day the 10 and the 9 and the 10 at Asian Town Center is going to have actually that's a two days event another uh, uh, Asian uh, Chinese t- Chinese New Year celebrations we've have the same thing they're also going to have a lot of different performances and and fun plays competitions i think there's an eating competition oh no i'm sorry talent show t- competition happening at Asian Town Center the address is 3810 Superior Avenue it's really really really, really close from each other at Plaza, they were also going to do, do the Chinese bingo, where the winner will win some kind of prizes. Uh, we don't know yet about the prizes. Uh, Johnny? Yes.
2: Do you have to know the Chinese language to take part in the Chinese
1: bingo? Uh, nope. It's a very simple. The bingo, the 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 piece of paper have actually have uh, drawings okay. that you just have to match the drawings and you win. Okay, it's really, really fun. <laughs> Sounds it's interesting. It's yeah, it's a very different. Uh, and to, uh, if,
0: yes. if I go backtrack a little yeah, bit, you ahead. had mentioned Asian Town Center is having a talent show. Um, if you want to try out an audition for the talent show, um, the audition date and time is January twentieth at one p.m. at Asian Town Center. So you can find it on their website.
1: Yes, and there will be also a lot of lion dances uh, to to celebrate the New Year. The lion dance is performed to uh, scare away uh, evil spirits to going start the New Year. The Quan family in Cleveland does it all the time every year, and they they're, they're going to have a schedule posted at ocagc.org very shortly soon. Hopefully by the time you you listen to this, uh, this. Uh, the show that you probably be able to check it out right away. That was the Columbus is doing too. Now, Yan, do you have any fond memories in doing your Chinese New Year?
0: Oh, where do I start? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um. Well, uh, besides the dancing and whatnot, there is always the uh, the tradition of making the meal with the family. Um, there's w- Yuanxiao, uh, which is um, the traditional food of the Lunar New Year, the Chinese New Year, and what it is, it's a round dumpling, and it's usually made with a uh, sticky rice, and it's it's almost like a paste. It's not even really rice anymore. It's like a flour. Maybe it's rice. I honestly don't even know what it is. My mother's the one who's been preparing it. And you usually put either a sweet red bean paste filling in there or sesame or you can have pork or even ground chicken fillings. And what it is is just pretty much the way it sounds, a round dumpling. And you boil it in water or even chicken broth and you eat it with the entire family. And the whole um, – the idea behind it is that if you eat this, the rest of your year would go smoothly just like that circle. Mm. And everybody yes. will gather around just like that circle.
1: And obviously the the full course meal you're talking about ten courses, right? Oh yes. So you have noodles, which means long life, fish about abundance, mm-hmm. uh, abundance for kids, and
0: um.
1: I, I think there is also uh, fried rice. What's a fried rice? I mean, um, so f- prosperity, and so on and so on. Yeah, I mean, rice. There's, yeah, there's I think, yeah. There's Harvesting. A, a, every meal has a. Reason for it, which is right. kind of quite interesting, There's some significance. The the one thing that everybody can do, if you feel you, you like to and you have kids at home, is uh, what my father has done for me in the past. Is uh, the, the night the Chinese New Year Eve, my parents will secretly quietly put a very round, beautiful looking, s- good smell apple under my my pillow. So when I wake up the next day, I feel I smell the apple and I f- have a wonderful day. So mm. that's a way to welcome the new year. And that's my father does it to me until I'm old enough not to care about <laughs> it anymore. But he always do that. And I always remember the nice aroma of the apple that I have next to my bed and wake up with that smell.ing And then, it then we get in the morning, you pay tribute to your, your uh, older generation, you bow to them, mm-hmm. you wish your parents Happy New Year, they give you a little hongbao, which <laughs> is red envelopes, and then you go out and spend money.
0: Yeah, so, you know, screw <laughs> the apples, give me the firecrackers. There we go.
2: There go. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing, you know, the similarities in our Asian cultures, you know, the, the respect for the elders, mm-hmm. you know, you're bowing and all that. Uh,
1: they're, they're, they're in all of our cultures, I think. Right, right. And in, 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 chi- in China, in my family, me, my father always tells me that, you know, your parents are going to live with you for life. So even though yes. you grow up and you, you grow old or you get married, your parents can still move in and live with you forever. Yes. You in know. our culture, and too. It, it is your, your responsibility to take care of the elders once, they, once you become adult. <laughs> and it's a little different, and, and sometimes you know, maybe you my oh my god, I had to take care of my in-laws. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, well. but I, I think I still love the concept of the extended family.
1: Yeah, it's it's yeah. a f- it's mm-hmm. a fun, and it's, uh, Lunar New Year, Chinese New Year is always a fun time to uh, to to go through that, um, and. And Speaking of ways now, because it's a lun- Lunar New Year and you're celebrating with everybody, you also give gifts like Christmas. You give lots of gifts to people. Mm, definitely. Uh, a few things you don't want to do. You don't want to give anything with just, uh, have, uh, odd numbers. Every time you give something, don't give anything of an uh, odd number like a number four or a number... Well, Three. the
0: the reason with number four is that the the number four is shi, which is um nan which is to die. So, oh, okay. and that's the same reason why you don't want to give somebody a clock because a clock apparently is uh, ticking the minutes that you time have left. Going right, yeah. Time okay. going away. Right. Time going away. It's like a death wish almost. So, so you we don't
1: we want you want to give something uh, something for Chinese New Year. Easiest ways to do is give them oranges money, or oranges mm-hmm. or um, buy them um, clothes. Oranges
0: are like gold. Gold,
1: they're yeah. They're the, they're the fruit with the Jewelry. most similar color to gold, so. <laughs> yes, that's definitely. Or just bring them ho- over to the house and have a great, great 10-course dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing we also do is eat is called jiaozi, uh, which is a jiaozi is basically a Chinese dumpling have a shape with a Chinese gold. Mm-hmm. So the more you eat those, the more rich, richer you become in, the, on the, in this through, uh, through the year. Um, I usually can eat about 40 of those, but I can't do that Yeah,
0: anymore. I heard. I heard that you make the best dumplings. When are we coming over your house, Johnny?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to start <laughs> cooking first. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. make them? But that <laughs> he did does. Hashim, yeah. he does. Is that he right? Make them. Wow. Yeah, I, it took me about eight hours to make my dumplings. Yeah. It's so worthwhile. Eight hours is nothing <laughs> when you're feeding good friends, Johnny.
0: <laughs> exactly. But you you heard what he said. He eats about 40 of them. So he's going to have to start two days in advance in order to make enough for Yeah,
2: everyone, you
1: probably so. make 42. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So one for each of you, that was <laughs> <laughs> but the my same. yeah i everybody have enjoyed mine so i really like it, oh, and it. so eventually we can do that so it does FICA uh, besides have uh, the indian community celebrating the, the new year do they have similar kind of a traditions like giving give or not to give certain well I- you know it used to be
2: um you know wearing new clothes and uh, all of that with the new year uh, and the. Um, especially in Diwali too, even today, I think they do practice. But uh, again, uh, going back to what I had said about the diversity. So the customs are kind of different in each region. Um, You know, uh, where I come from, that part of the country, uh, you know, the autumn festival. Yeah, you get new clothes and, uh, you know, when we were young, I remember this was a four-day festival and we would get a separate set of clothes for each day. So really? we got oh, four c- sets of clothes. You
1: celebrate more than we do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I only get one clothes set <laughs> of clothes.
2: Well, you know, but I'll tell set. you this much too. You know, I mean, I, uh, when I started growing up, as I grew a little older, uh, it made me a little sad during that time of the year thinking about those who did not or could not get the, uh, could not afford the new clothes, you know. Mm. Uh, so I always had that feeling of sadness. Yeah. And I think I, I kind of stopped that practice. I used to tell my parents no, let's let's not do this.
1: Well, you're a good son.
2: Well, yeah. I don't know about that but uh, <laughs> you know feeling the pain of others uh, it's just human. Yeah, yeah. 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 I understand.
0: We could definitely um you know, use more compassion. Um, Of course, I'm not really one to speak because, well, I was born the year of the rat. And uh, (laughs) well, in Asian culture, the rats don't really have a negative connotation like they do here in the West. (laughs) But let me tell you the story about how the Zodiac animals came to be. Now, it was said that the uh, great yellow emperor um, in the beginning, he decided to organize all of the, the years and the seasons and, you know, into order, like the 12-year zodiac. So he wanted to name a year for a 12-year cycle after an animal. So he called together all the animals of the world or of Asia, and he told them to start a race, and he would take the first twelve winners and name the f- the years after them. So, of course, you know the rat is a very tiny animal. Um, he can't run very fast, and he might get trampled. So he befriended the the ox. The ox is known to be one of the most uh friendliest characters on the zodiac. So he rode on the back of the ox, and as all the other animals ran into troubles and they had to drop out of the race, or you know, uh, the rabbit probably fell asleep. I don't know. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) There was no turtle, and he didn't make it. But um, the rat rode on the back of the ox until the very end of the race. And right before the ox crossed the finish line, the rat jumped off and became the first one. So rats are known to be very clever and uh, to always get their way. Now... (laughs) I I hope I'm not that conniving.
1: Yeah. <laughs> see, we but, can see that right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that
2: is for
1: others to judge.
0: But, yeah. Well I guess I guess time will tell, huh? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Maybe, Maybe already telling. <laughs> so Uh-oh. speaking of which about
1: Yen, now that we talk about the year of the Rat, Uh-oh. Um I know that you you're thinking about putting together a dance studio pretty soon?
0: I am! We're still trying to find a final location mm-hmm. and um, the proposed idea for the studio, it'll be housed under a nonprofit, and we would like to call it uh, Asian Tea House Arts. Um, to give you a little bit of an idea, like all across Asia, in most countries, I'm still doing my research. There has been tea houses in history, which is a center for arts and culture, and for philosophers, and you know all different walks of life, people of intellect, to gather together to drink tea, have a conversation, and to enjoy music or performances, anything from you know opera to just you know plays to like uh, leather puppet shows, like all different forms of entertainment. So. The idea is underneath this uh, nonprofit, the Asian Tea Houses, you would have different quote-unquote houses, not like, you know, Harry Potter, but, you know, like different schools, like separate areas of study that would either, you know, train in music or train in dance or martial arts or, you know, even acrobatic dance and just, just have like all this different categories. Hmm. So it's a kind of a way of playing off of houses in different categories. Pretty so. cool. Yeah.
1: So are you going to also have tea so we can walk in there, take our shoes off, have a little tea, <laughs> and Actually, then do a martial arts or dance?
0: Well, something <laughs> I haven't really shared with a lot of people. Um, when I first graduated from college, um, I had a business plan to start uh, a tea shop, which we would practice traditional tea ceremonies. And even the fancy stuff where you have like a, an acrobat of sorts dance on the table and have a long spouted tea that they have to aim from over a foot away and pour tea in your teacup that way. Um,
2: it is joy, but it is pleasure or torture. What is well, it? Well it
0: depends on <laughs> whether you're the guest or the uh performer. Okay. <laughs> I can imagine, you know, uh some people would think it's a little bit difficult, but it's 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 an art of its of its way. And I think Cleveland would really benefit having a place like this. I'm sure. Yeah, if anything, just to have that in training at the Arts Center. But But yes, we will yeah, have definitely. tea. Definitely. That'll be, that be fun. Lots
1: so of tea. Yeah, that that you can sell you can see that um in Cleveland, there will be other than having restaurants and different kind of uh, grocery stores. It's just four over there in Asian town. This year, uh, we're going to eventually going to have a, a dance studio, and yes. then you also had a community center for the ind- for for the India culture to mm-hmm. for you to check it out. So there's a lot of things to do, um, you know th- it's it's eventually going to become a very vibrant s- environment for mm-hmm. everybody to have a good time. Chani, as the yes. saying goes,
2: you know the possibilities are endless. Actually, I
1: totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. So any uh, upcoming m- event for the Indian committee from the India Committee besides the uh, march uh,
2: uh, well um, uh, then um, after March uh, you know the changing of the guards take place at the uh, at the uh, executive board, mm-hmm. so um, I guess whoever comes in uh, in, t- in the position of leadership will decide what the agenda is going to be for the next twelve months but I can so tell you...
1: So you change the presidency board f- every year?
2: Uh, yes, we do. However, um, you know, the president is elected by the board. Okay. So once the new board comes into being uh, and they meet uh, all of them, uh, you know, and then there is nomination process and all that, uh, the same person can be re-elected. There is no okay. mm-hmm. there's nothing in the bylaws that prohibit that. Mm. Uh, as a matter of fact, my, uh, my predecessor, uh, Mona... Uh, was president for two years oh mm-hmm. um, yeah so yeah that that also happens but there are a couple of things that are already on the calendar that i can think of uh, immediately after march is the cleveland asian festivals Yay! right Woo! that's that's <laughs> what we look forward to yes and uh, you know so it, it's 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 our event also so And obviously,
1: Uh, the uh, the month of May is the month of uh, Asian Heritage Month. That is correct, yes. Mm. So all the Asian culture will be get together, have a great time, and party for the whole month. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: that is true. Yes. And then that is followed by the the Indian Independence Day in August. Mm -hmm. That is uh, the date of India's independence is the 15th of August. But we celebrate on the first available Sunday, Either before or after, hmm. so that's okay. as f- that's as far as I can look ahead right now. Um, so you know, then the next committee will decide.
1: Right, and uh, we hopefully the all the listeners, if you have any questions, uh, I'm very sure you can be able to go to the WJUC's website and be able to qu- ask questions, and we'll be happy to answer to you. Is um, it WJCU? WJCU.org, okay. yeah, the website. And they will be able to, uh, I think there is a section where you can actually submit some questions. And, you know, we'd we'll be happy to answer them for the next couple of
0: episodes. Airs, yeah. episodes yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. This is Asia Town Voice with WJCU from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. at 88.7 FM.
1: And we're closing with Eric Kumar's composed music. Good night, everyone.
0: Good night. Good night.